Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today I want to talk with you about the signs of change. Ugh, change. Sometimes we want change, sometimes we don't want change, sometimes we're terrified of change. Regardless, change is something as inevitable as the sun rising or the moon shining. And today we're going to talk about how we can see signs of change so that we can be prepared in our personal or professional life. So if there is a shift in your life that's happening and you want to take advantage of it in a positive way, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how you can change for the better. Hey there, and we're back. If this is your very first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hit that subscribe, follow button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, I want to thank you in advance for sharing this podcast with someone else that would appreciate this information. I want to thank you in advance for learning more about me. Check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to learn about my story. Like why in, in the world am I life coach specializing in traumas and addictions? That's a very interesting idea. Let's explore that. <laughs> you can apply to work with me directly. You can learn about my courses and read articles, all sorts of fun things. Oh, You can also sign up to my free weekly mailing list. I drop that on Monday mornings. Check that out. And I also have Energy, my free support group for entrepreneurs or just anyone who just wants to improve their life. And also, I would love to hear from you. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me an audio message. Make sure you include in the beginning or at the end of the recording whether or not I have permission to air your beautiful sounding voice or handsome sounding voice (laughs) on my next upcoming podcast. And also, I have a huge following on Apple Podcasts and then followed by Spotify. And I would love to read more reviews from you. That helps me know what I'm doing right and I can give you more of it. So please, if you haven't done so already, write a review. I really appreciate that. Okay. Now let's get into today's episode. Now, Everything we're going to be talking about can be found more in detail in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we take a deep dive into who you are, what you want, and I give you some very powerful journaling prompts as well as a short message for me for every day for 21 days to help you understand who you are and what you want to do and where you want to be most importantly. That also includes elements of change. Also, if you're interested in talking with me about what's going on in your life, check out my info.denisegelee.com slash connect where you could apply to work with me. Okay. And as I'm thinking about like how I wanted to jumpstart this episode, I was just thinking about a conversation I had with a friend of mine. And she's such a dear friend of mine. We've known each other for, gosh, now like 15 or so years. It just seemed like just yesterday, we just, we met each other at a a Christian event. But anyway, I was talking with her and she was just telling me about the exact same thing that she's been really struggling about for several years. And she was just telling me about her desire to make this transition. And I remember giving her an option that I took myself because I we both have the similar issue. I, I've resolved mine. She's still working through her a similar issue. 
And I remember her telling me, no, 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 that's not going to happen. I truly believe it's going to be only this manner. And I'm going to just wait and have faith and get what I want in this particular way. And I just, I, and I was thinking about in the Bible and for those of you guys who aren't Christians or Bible, just I'm just going to go with a very generic story, okay? So just flow with me here on this, where Moses was kind of delivering the people out of Egypt through the desert and then into the promised land. And it reminded me of the story where the people were murmuring, complaining, they didn't want to go to the promised land because they were so fearful of of that change. They were so used to being literally in captivity, being slaves in Egypt. And God's response was like, fine, you guys will just rot and die here in the desert. And I was, I'm not saying the story to say I wanted my friend to rot and die, but it was this issue that so often when we say we want positive change, sometimes we are so desperately clinging on to the comfort, even if the comfort's killing us. And that's what I want to do is talk with you with this idea of what change is, because change isn't always fun. I mean, think about when you first got your new job or you started your first business or had your first child or whatever. It was exciting. It was unknown, but it was a little terrifying. Like, how will I perform? Will this match my expectations? They never really do match your expectations, right? About what you think it's going to be and then reality is. And for so many of us, we don't see the signs of changes because we're so caught up in our feelings and caught up about all the things that are happening around us that rarely we stop and observe things. And so what I just want to say is that we we all want change to be comfortable and we want things, meaning the people around us or the places we are or things that we use to never give us complications while we change. And the fact of the matter is before we go into anything else in this episode, I just want you to accept and understand that change is not always pleasant. It's uncomfortable. And the reason why it's uncomfortable is because our brains are wired and trained to expect consistency. That's how it doesn't expend too much energy. And your hippocampus can just basically recall on your working memory and go with the flow, literally go with the flow, do the status quo and never have to shift anything. Your brain doesn't have to go through the stress of learning. You remember when you were in college or studying for something in a trade school or whatever, and you found yourself taking lots of naps and you were just tired all the time because you were in school? It wasn't because you were lazy. It was because you were learning new things. It was in a stressful situation where you were being judged for your ability to retain this knowledge and apply it and and whatever the tests or application or whatever that you've got going on. It's tiring. Your brain responded by saying, let's shut down and let's just get some rest so we can retain this information. That's why it's sometimes after you go through a lot of studying, you just feel tired because your brain needs time to process all of that stuff. Okay. Especially within the glimbic system. It's a part of your central nervous system that helps process and regulate your memories and streamlines it so that you can be able to recall it faster. And you can't do that if you're fighting tooth and nail against reality, the reality is that it's a bad fit. The reality, you're no longer feeling comfortable. The reality that what you have learned is no longer fitting into your grand scheme of how you want to live your life. Change is not fun, 
by no means. I mean, if you've asked me, heck, even six years ago, the things that I'm doing now, I would have said, you've lost your mind. I don't want to do this. I'm so difficult. But that's part of change is accepting the fact that discomfort is part of the process. Okay. And I want to talk about some other signs of when changes are occurring, because for too many of us, we're just kind of bobbling around, just going from one thing to another, not understanding that this is change is happening. If change is not happening literally right now, the clouds are brewing. Okay. You may, you may hear some crackling in the clouds. You may see some signs of disturbance in the skies, but it hasn't started raining yet. But you know, when the skies go from very bright blue, then it starts getting a little grayish, and then you know eminently rain's coming. Well, that's the same thing with change. We want to look to the skies, right, figuratively speaking, of course, and say, okay, is there something shifting? And how are we going to do this without losing our minds in the process, okay? And so the first thing we know that changes are coming is when people drop off. You know, I think about in the last six months of my life, Woo-wee! <laughs> I've had some massive shifts with people that I thought were my ride-or-die homies. And they were just so... Oh, I've known them for years. And I thought this relationship was going to last for many more years to come. And they got busy. And priorities started changing. And when I think about it, I when they started shifting away from me, it was when I started shifting with who I am and what I want and what I need. And they responded with shifting. And then that shift causes... A, a chasm between the two of us, meaning myself and those other people. And when you're seeing people suddenly not as vocal about hanging out with you or some clients not renewing or you may not get as many phone calls or invitations, that's a sign change is coming. And most often they felt that energy within you and they may not be able to relate with who the new version of you is becoming. And rather than say, you know, uh, I rather like the old version of you, they would rather distance themselves. And it's nothing to do with you. Trust me. 100% of the time, not even 99.9999, but 100% of the time, anytime someone feels uncomfortable with you growing up and maturing, it's a sign that you're elevating to another level. And remember, nature hates a vacuum, meaning that for every single person that departs from your life, somebody else is going to fill it up. And so the question is, as you're in that transition place where people are coming out, who do you want to attract now? This is a million dollar opportunity. Are you going to attract people who are going to encourage you to be lazy or become a shopaholic hedonist that just wants to hang out and party all the time. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I mean, that's your business. I just know that the people that work with me are very successful and enterprising and they want to use their money wisely. And I don't think that, you know, spending every weekend dropping a thousand plus dollars on Gucci bags is a wise use of your time and our energy. But hey, that's just me. The point I'm trying to make of this is that for a lot of us, we just kind of hang out with people who say, hey, I like you. Let's hang out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If we're going to change and we're going to up level as certain people start falling off, this is the time to ask yourself, who do I want to be around? Why do I want to be around them? 
How are we mutually going to help each other? Now, if you're going to mutually help each other by enabling each other to avoid and evade or deny or dismiss painful feelings, I don't think that's helping in the way you think it might be helping. But that's just me. I need you to really ask yourself the hard question. If you want to up-level into a new level of your life, that means you're going to have to surrender this idea of just being around people pleasers, head nodders that won't that will just pretend as if everything that you're doing is wonderful and special. I mean, I remember, I can't believe I have to say this, but I'm going to keep saying this until I start feeling a little bit better about myself. But I remember I was in my mid 20s. I told this coworker uh, that you know. I know I appreciate you trying to help me, but please, even if I don't say anything that is correct, just don't say anything. I, I, I just can't take it. And I remember she just looked at me and said, okay. And I remember later, many years going, God, that was such a stupid thing. A friend is someone that helps correct you, even if it's painful. You don't want people pleasers around you as much as it feels more comfortable around you as, you, as much as you don't want your ego hurt. Oh, by the way, an amazing attitude, I talk about your ego and how your ego actually can sometimes set you up for failure, not success, and how to stop your ego from sabotaging your career and sabotaging your personal relationships. I talk about that in amazing attitude. But anyway, this idea of the people around us is so vital because they are more or less mirroring all the things that you feel about yourself, your career passions, your goals. Don't think for a second that just hanging out with any kind of people is going to have no impact on your career. I I remember when I was starting to hang around certain people that were just heavily talking about politics, decisively talking about politics, I just found myself getting angrier and angrier and angrier to the point where I remember talking with my husband about it. And he was like, wow, you just sound angry. I was like, well, you got to be angry about this. These issues are really important. And then, then the issues really aren't important. When you think about it, if you can't have harmony with your neighbor, then you're not able to connect with them. I didn't know that at the time because I was just so enmeshed in it. So ha- busy hanging around people who just felt as passionately as I did. Okay. Understand the influence of the people around you. That's part of change, okay? And then also part of change, signs of change, is that when you're just not feeling it anymore. I remember I was talking with a client a couple of weeks ago about this particular marketing strategy. And I just remember thinking to myself, she's going to hate it. She's excited, but she hasn't really thought about it she's going to hate it. And the reason why I I thought about n- not saying anything to her was because I know when I'm so passionate about something I'm like you can't get me off of it. And I said, you know, I just told my clients that, you know what, I want you to investigate this and I need you to form your own conclusion. It may not have worked for me, but it may work for you. One a change of feeling it is meaning that once something has really come to your the forefront of your mind, you're like, and you're so hyped up and you're excited, and the more you start reading it or researching it or learning more about it, you know, your thoughts may change because of new information. Are you not feeling stuff because of new information? Don't ignore it. 
for men. You have got your intuition, your thinking intuition. For our women, we've got our instinctual feelings. Don't ignore that. That is our signs that, hey, this may not be going in the right direction that we want. Now, don't get me wrong. Any change is discomfort because it shifts us out of our comfort zone. But you know the difference between I'm a little frightened because this is new and I haven't tried it versus I don't feel I don't feel as I'm not feeling good about this or I don't I don't think. Eh. But you don't have definitive proof either way. It's just a visceral reaction with your with your feelings or you're just having this concrete thought again and you don't have any real tangibles to attach it to it that's what i'm talking about when that feeling is off that is a sign that some type of change is needed in in either your expectation right of the, the of the solution or the person or whatever or maybe this is not even something that you want to continue going down the road and it's okay to want to shift gears but here's the thing. I don't want you to consider anything that makes you feel afraid as a sign for you to run away. Cowardice has never yielded anything for those who are success driven. I think about so many people who have bailed right before they almost start succeeding in certain aspects of their career. And it was because they confuse d- true due diligence and checking out things right from cowardice. And so what I want you to do is, if you have a fear, right, do your homework. Make sure that what you're thinking instinctively or what you are feeling intuitively is actually in sync with reality. Because so oftentimes we are running off that immediate gut reaction and it's to run away so that we can stay safe and not rattled or not feeling emotional because here's the thing in order for you to grow in that next level you're going to have to learn how to regulate your emotions we can't be cuddled or comforted or shielded from our mistakes or i'd rather say lessons because we never make mistakes we only learn we learn ways that we've done great and we've learned things that could be modified and so that all being said be very honest with yourself about why you're feeling certain things and for me when I have had that initial reaction oh my god I don't want to do this oh my goodness I don't want to do this most likely I really need to be doing this because it's a sign that I need to get out of my comfort zone the most learning that you can have in your life is through mildly stressful situations. Mildly stressful situations help to be able to grow your neural network in your mind, your Gilad cells. Those are the parts of your brains that are, are linked to higher cognitive functions. And when you're allowing yourself to stay safe and comfortable, what's going to happen eventually is you're not going to be able to be as sharp and as nimble and as quick to remember things or to make decisive changes. And that's another thing that I want to talk about is that as part of change, you're going to have to learn how to be decisive. We're not going to waffle back and forth because that actually causes stress in the brain and your brain won't work as optimally if you're always going back and forth, back and forth. Do I do this? Do I work with this person? Do I 
do I do that or whatever. When you're going that's waffling back and forth business, you're actually just hurting yourself and you're hurting other people around you because no one can depend on you for making a freaking decision. I remember thinking about a conversation I had with a friend of mine and uh, he was telling me his wife can't make a decision if her gun was pointing to her head in regards to like making a selection for dinner. And I hear the frustration and the voice and this is what I'm talking about, how being indecisive hurts everybody. So make a decision to make a decision if you know that you have to make a change, okay? Now, another sign of change that I think is very important for us to discuss today is when you find yourself being exposed to new ideas and concepts. You know, I'm thinking about this book, who Took My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson. Go ahead. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to read it, go ahead. You can literally probably read it within an hour and some change. It's not a big book. You know, the hem and haw <laughs> and uh, the stories about where the cheese went. And it's a very powerful lesson. And it's just that somehow we just think that new ideas are just somehow going to fall in our lap. New opportunities new potentials and the fact of the matter is you need to go and explore that and trust me it all starts with your mindset right now are you open to learning i mean obviously you are to some extent you're listening to this podcast right like duh right but are you willing to move from a passive position of okay i'm just listening to denise's podcast to i'm investing in amazing attitude i'm working with denise or i'm reading spencer johnson's book like oh I I don't care what you do, just make a movement of some kind. Because sitting here and waiting for manna to fall from the sky or something to magically happen is delusional. I've never met anyone who's told me, yeah, I just grew my business because just people just found me and they just found me awesome. And then they just started giving me lots of money. The next thing I knew, I started hiring employees. The next thing I knew, people were being interviewing me on Forbes. And next thing I knew, I was doing a TEDx. Like, it doesn't happen that way. And a lot of us say, well, I fear the rejection. Well, sweetheart, they're going to reject you whether or not they say it or not. Okay. Not everyone's going to love you, boo. Just the same way that you may not like me after a couple of, of recordings. So you still like me on this awesome. But it doesn't really matter because I know that my self-worth comes from myself alone. It's not determined from outside people because outside people are fickle. They're distracted. They've got their own things going on. Are you looking for validation from other people in order to justify the moves that you're making? And if so, that needs to stop. And it needs to stop right now. There's no way that you can grow in your business and yourself and anything that you want to accomplish by looking for external validation about the changes that are occurring. You literally need to come to a place where, you know what, I'm doing this. And the only reason why you're having conversations with people is if it impacts them. But otherwise, no, no, I'm, I'm, this is kind of what I'm doing. And you don't need to apologize or justify or rationalize. And I know some of you guys may have come from family backgrounds where you had a very powerful matriarchal or patriarchal figure. And it had to be done a certain way because that's the way it was expected in their family. We're the Jones or the Lees or the Smiths or the, the whoever. And we only do it this way. Or our families are all dentists or our families are in IT or whatever. Look, here's the thing. 
Those people are also in bondage. When I say those people, I'm talking about your family members are in bondage because they never even ask themselves the most important question. Am I even happy? Am I even doing this? And they just repeat the same failed pattern that didn't work for their great grandparents to their grandparents and to obviously you. And there's a comes a time where you're going to have to break the bond of, of this type of slavery to a fixed mindset. Break the bonds and ask yourself the better questions. And as you see things are moving and shifting, you're going to expose to new ideas, new possibilities, new different ways of perceiving things. Are you going to get angry or upset or afraid? Or are you going to embrace it as an opportunity to grow within yourself and hopefully impact your community positively? Because here's the thing. As business owners, we are serving and we don't serve anyone if we allow ourselves just to be stuck in a fixed mindset. Be open to change. If you're getting exposed to a lot of ideas and it's interesting you, dig into that. There's probably more. I remember last year, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to a a therapist and I remember just thinking, oh, I don't need to learn about her. I mean, I've I'm pretty good. I've read enough stuff. And my mind was blown away listening to her talk in a couple of uh, uh, events. And I started digging more into her work and ended up being a protege of her because I was just so deeply impacted by the information she get, she gave. So dig into it. Don't just stop if you've been intrigued or inspired or motivated. There's probably way more than just a surface level. But allow your mind to explore and resist, resist the need to want to stay comfortable in in familiar territories because that will ensure first a emotional, financial, and potentially a spiritual deficit inside of you if you don't allow yourself to move and flow in a positive direction rather than to insist in having things done a specific way and in a specific manner, Okay. Now, let's recap everything that we talked about. Look, change is inevitable. Change is a part of life. Change can be positive or negative. But honestly, change is only important if you know for a fact that you need to shift something within yourself. That being said, resist the desire to want to stay stagnant. When you want to stay stagnant, that's a sign that you are allowing other people and circumstances to rule over your life. You know change is happening when people are dropping off. Remember, nature hates a vacuum. You know, if someone drops off, somebody else is going to fill up that slot. And be open to making changes when it may cause another person discomfort. Because here's the thing. If you have to only perform a certain way in order to get someone's approval, then you have to question whether or not this relationship is worth having long term. I'm not saying I'm recommending divorces to happen, right, or businesses to fold instantly. But I am saying that for too many of us, we've created businesses and relationships and all sorts of stuff based on approval from people who are having their own issues. And that's no way to live. And the last thing that I want to share with you is that be open to new ideas that come your way. Trust and believe that if something catches your instinct or your intuition, it's probably something that you need to learn right now. So dig into it and you will be amazed at the possibilities.
Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast episode, please share it with someone else. Please write a review wherever you're listening and also make a shift, whatever that shift is today. You know it needs to happen. So don't be afraid. I know that it may seem a little uncertain, but most people who achieve any type of success always learn how to work with, not deny their feelings. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.